All right, uh, Veronica's going to read. We're in Matthew 14. Let's get in. This is serious now. I've, I've got a word from God for you tonight, so let's get serious. <laughs> Matthew chapter 14, verse number 22. And I'm going to have Veronica read through verse 33. Some of them are laughing on the inside even. So, okay, go ahead. Okay. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on a mountain by himself to pray. And when evening had come, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and cried, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. So Matthew and Mark and John each record this story and they, they share it differently. And we'll talk about that in, in just a little bit. But if three of the gospels, three of the four gospels share this, then there's got to be some importance about this story that we studying this the thought that that hit me came to my mind as as i was getting ready for this was the disciples were in the boat they were in the midst of going to the other side where jesus had had told them to go and and in the middle of that this storm hits and they are rowing furiously to try to get to the other side and the storm has stopped them right in their tracks i don't i don't know have you ever been in a kayak or in a canoe and 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 tried to row the wind uh first thing that popped in my mind was a funny story that i've told the church before and i'm not going to tell the whole story right now uh but veronica and i uh were out in a, one of our boat misadventures uh from a long time ago i had a couple of boats and neither one of them would run very well and we were out one day out on the lake and uh my boat broke down on me and I had no way of fixing it. And the best I could do was get to the bank. I had to get Veronica to get out and she had to walk around and go get our, our, our vehicle with the trailer, back it in. And then I was going to try to use the trolling motor and navigate our boat around uh, to the, to the ramp, to the, to the trailer to get us out of the water. Well, I let Veronica off. She's standing up there and blowing against me. And I'm, I'm trying to run that trolling motor and I'm just turning circles and I'm trying to get a paddle to try to help myself. And it is just not working at all. Long story short, we finally made it in. And after a few moments and hard moments, we, we finally made it in, but going against the wind was, I can't was really you didn't hard. tell the best part of that story that you always like to tell and throw me under the bus. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
Uh, anyway, uh, she's trying to give me to, but I'm not going to. So anyway, or if you've ever been in the in a canoe or in a kayak and you're and you're paddling against the wind, it gets tough. Well, they're out in the boat. They're out in the sea. They're going across. The storm is raging against them, and and they are stuck. It's like like they're. It's like a lot of times when you are trying to go somewhere and the wind is blowing against you, the storm is coming against you. You can't make it where you're trying to go. Now, I noticed a couple things about this, and I'm going to include them here in, in just a moment. Um, and be sure to remember, we want you to comment, make some comments tonight. and We'll, we'll try to deal with those if you have questions, if you have thoughts. But we, uh, as, as we are in this time, the storm is just blowing against us. And I noticed a couple of things out of this story about them. First of all, I noticed that they did not try to go back to where they came from. Might've been easier, but they are attempting to be faithful to the word the Lord had given them. They're attempting to just go on to the other side. They, they're not quitting and giving up. They, they are trying to go forward, but they're stuck. And they can't make it to the other side because the wind's against them, so they're, they're stuck. It's like they're in a pause. And right now, we all feel like we are at a pause moment. This, this virus and the quarantine, we're at home, everything we're going through, it, it has us feeling like we are in a pause moment. Like, like we just, we, we can't quit, but we can't get to where we're wanting to go. And it's like, we're just stuck and we're rowing and we're rowing. We're doing everything we can, but, but it's a pause. And so I want us to look at what can we learn when we're in the middle of a pause? Because I think that's pretty important for us to understand. Now, let me ask my lovely assistants right now. What have you guys Learns while we're safer at home and being quarantined here. What what's something you've learned in this pause? And that goes for you too. Put some comments on there. Things you've learned during this time of pause. This pause moment. That's what we're in. I I would say one thing is something that I probably already knew, but I I recognize even more now is the fact that we're just all too busy. That we don't take time to enjoy each other. Yeah. We don't take time to enjoy our families or be in the moment so much. Um, so, you know, I hope after this is over, you know, that some of us can take some of the things that we've learned and keep those as a part of our life and not go back to the way that it was. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. What about you? Anything? Well, I didn't have a very serious answer. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I've learned that I do not work well from home <laughs> and I'm so glad that my dad didn't try to do all of this internet live streaming stuff growing up because I wouldn't have been able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they have picked up on my stress a little bit at times maybe I, I don't know. She may be headed home tomorrow if she thinks dad's going to start with her new this. <laughs> I may not get away with doing this much more. That's another thing you've learned, right? Yeah. Learning how to say no. There's so some comments on there. If all, uh, I've if, always been able to say no. If, if, yeah, that is true. If uh, Rachel happened to be watching, uh, she would understand this. Sometimes you get voluntold to do things. That's what she used to always say happened to her. Share with us what what's uh say. Courtney has learned that she can actually cook. Yeah, there you go. So. That's good. That's about it. No, there was some up there. Uh, 
thought there was another one right before. Well, Robert says people are crazy. Oh yeah, people are crazy. <laughs> That's oh, yeah, yes. that is something. And there was one before June, I thought. Uh, patience, yeah, I see that one. Christy uh, said patience. I I believe that. Thinking about the little things, I can see. Yeah, uh, the little things really matter. Those those things that we can overlook pretty easy uh, are the things that that really matter right now. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. Says. Yes. That's reaching good. out to others and being more aware of others needs, you know, yes. and, and taking time to do something about it. Yeah. Julie says, be thankful in all things and for all things. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Seeing God's faithfulness uh, in great ways. Board games can be fun. Hey. Card games. Hey, we can play lots of cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John says he's not an introvert. I see that. Yeah, I'm. Did you I'm not already it. know that? <laughs> yeah, we knew that. Uh, I uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not doing so well with that either. Uh, and yeah, I don't have a whole lot of patience either. We have been playing a lot of games. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I'm not sure we better say that. Is Russell watching with you, Dustin? I don't, I don't know. If Mark and Danielle happen to see this. That could be a call you need to make right there. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, we, we, uh, we've played lots of card games and just game, board games, period. We, we've been doing that a lot. And uh, one thing I've learned is I, I have reinforced how good I am uh, at games because I beat these guys regularly most all the time. Emily has and always will be the luckiest person we know. She wins everything. We did try to do a puzzle one day, but Emily's cats are here and trying to have a puzzle on the table. Yeah, somebody said throw the flag on Daphne. Yeah, there you go. I saw Mark made a comment. I think I heard the whistle. I think that was a flag. <laughs> so we all have learned different things uh, during this pause moment. The reality is our world is in a pause moment. Our economy um, our lives, our jobs. I mean, it, it's just, it's just amazing uh, that I, I, we've been around, I've been around quite a while. I've never seen anything like, I've never, never said that everything can just stop like this. I mean, we've been through 9-11. We went through around here, the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, we've been through the tornado, uh, but nothing that has just caused everything to just stop. And, and pause. And so we really don't have much, much, you don't have a lot of other opportunities except to learn something from this pause moment. And, and that's why uh, I really, uh, oh, Connie's watching. She, she said, she's not getting to beat your dad in cards. There you go. He'd say something about that right now too. If he could. But it's just amazing where we are right now. And th this is, this can be a frightening time. It can be a lonely time. It can be a worrisome time, a difficult time. Or we can take advantage of this and we can try to learn everything possible that we can learn in this pause moment. And that's what I want to look at with the disciples. As I want to look at this pause moment with them. And I want us to learn some things that they learned at that moment. So for those of you that may just now be catching up, we're in Matthew 4, verse 33, and, and we are talking about it's when Jesus uh, sees them. He sent them to the other side. He sees the storm raging. They're not making any headway. 
And so he comes to them in the fourth watch of the night, just before morning from three to six. He, he comes walking on the water to them. A miracle occurs. Peter comes out. So we're going to talk about all that. So that's where we are. So what are lessons we learn during a pause? Now, like I said, um, Matthew, Mark, and John write about this story. They each share this story. But it's only Matthew that shares about Peter walking on the water. Uh, the others, uh, Mark and, and John, each tell the story, but, but their story just includes Jesus uh, walking on the water. It, it just says they, they welcomed him into the boat. They brought him into the boat with them, and then they went to the other side. And it uh, talks about the storm. It talks about Christ walking on the water, and it talks about them going to the other side. But there's not a lot of mention of Peter and, and not a lot of mention of that. And, and makes you wonder why. Um, I, you might have some uh, ideas. You can throw those on there if you do. I, we were talking about this earlier, and I, I personally believe it is because the stories that each of the Gospels were writing had specific meanings behind them. And John wrote about Jesus from the perspective of Jesus being the son of God. That was everything that John would write about with him as the spirit would lead him to write. He was showing Jesus, the son of God to the world. And so his focus was on what Christ did, where Mark, his focus would be on the son of man, the son of man in action, the suffering son uh, in Christ. Uh, the servant that would come. And so he portrays and he shows that. And most, most would believe that Mark would write on behalf of Peter. So Peter might not have wanted to share that story or, or something. I don't know, but, but that really wasn't the narrative. But Matthew, his narrative was showing Jesus as Messiah and the Savior to Israel, writing to the Jews and showing as the Messiah. And so he's going to include more of this story of Jesus walking on the water, Peter showing his miraculous power as Peter comes to him, him helping Peter when he falls so that the story would go forward. And so just something to, to think about and throw out there a little bit. Um, and, uh, and talk about that amongst yourselves a little bit. Uh, here's, here's what I, a couple of things I want you to think about as we get into this. First of all, this story tells us that the disciples didn't quit when things got hard. They didn't just go back. They didn't give up, even though they felt like they were going to die. But they kept toiling. They kept striving. They kept rowing. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. It, it also can tell us that just because we are followers of Christ doesn't mean that there are warm moments, times of difficulty. We, we definitely have those times of difficulty uh, in our lives. So let's, let's, and so, and then that Jesus is always there to help us. So let's get into this. Um, yes, Chrissy, I agree. And I may even have that down to say a little bit later. A pause is not permanent. When Emily was little, they taught her to read at school and she had a teacher that taught her to read. And when her teacher taught her to call, in a period that it it meant take a breath and so when we would do devotions and we would read as a family of course austin was what 
five and a half years older than Emily. And so Emily was just learning to read. Austin was a little bit older and had no patience with his sister whatsoever. And uh, we would do devotions and Emily just learning how to read always wanted to read. So we would have her read. Well, she would read and when she would come to a comma, she would be reading along and then she would read. And when she would come to a period, she would read a sentence to the period and then she would go, and then she would read and Austin would go crazy. It's really hard to have devotions around our house because you know, it was, it was like, uh, it was all breaking out reading of the word before we could even get into it. And so we laugh about that quite a bit, but she took a pause. It wasn't permanent. It was a pause, but in that moment, it felt permanent. I mean, it was like, come on, Emily. Keep going, keep, keep going here. So a pause is not permanent, even though it feels like it sometimes. It, it's, it's, it's going to pass by, we're going to go on. And, uh, and so we've got to keep uh, pressing forward. Um, is Emily, is Emily Jean on here? Have you seen her look on here? I don't think so. If Emily Jean is on here, I wanna say hello to her because she was on one other time and I missed her and she called I'm going to get into this. It's not permanent. This is, but this is a pause and it feels permanent sometimes. So here we go. You ready? Here's some things that I noticed and hopefully my helpers can join in and chime in with me a little bit here. First off, it says, and, and I don't know, did it say in Matthew or is it in Mark where it says he would have passed them by? Help me out. I think it's Mark. It says he intended to Yeah. Pass. In Mark's, account of this in Mark chapter, what chapter is six. it? Six, read that. that Verse 48, he saw that they were in serious trouble, <laughs> rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. He intended to go past yes. them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. Yes, he was going to walk past them. So I want you to catch that. He, he was intending to pass them by. He, he was going, and there's a reason for that, but we'll, we'll get there in a minute. The storm had paused their progress. Jesus saw them in their storm, and he was going to pass by them, and he was going to go on to the other side. And there's a reason for that. We'll come to that here in just a little bit. And I know Vernon is on. And if I know Vernon, he'll be putting the reason why in the comments before I get there, because Vernon's always ahead of me in my studies. So that's okay if he does. Uh, but but we, uh, it says he would have been intended, he would have passed them by. And so I want us to notice a couple of things here. First of all, the storm had paused progress. How many of you watching tonight feel like this storm has paused your progress somehow? Pause something that you were working towards or moving towards. But here's what I want you to get. Your storms are simply pause moments. Your difficulties, your struggles, your trials. I'll preach. Somebody say amen to that, right? Your, your storm. Amen. There you go. Thank you. Your storms are simple. I haven't had anybody to amen me in person when I'm preaching for a few weeks. So I'm, I'm, I'm needing some affirmation in person. The puppets haven't said anything at the church. Your storms are simply pause moments. If you can remember that, 
you can navigate through this. You can make it. You can hold on. You can go there. They're just pause moments. Your storms also, even though they pause your progress, they are preparation moments. There you go. Now, see, I cannot do a lesson or a message without at least some of my points rhyming. So your storms are paused. They're only simply paused moments, not with the same letter. They are preparation moments and they are proving moments. If you can remember that, your storms are only pause moments. They are only preparation moments. So that means there's something you can prepare in this moment and they are proving moments. It says the Lord intended to walk by them. Now he was watching them. He was looking at them. He walked close enough to see them. I think I think they were being proved a little bit. They were. It was going to. He was going to see how they were responding in this storm. If the Lord's watching you during this pause moment, how is He seeing you respond? That's a question I want to give you. Let me let me ask them. How's the Lord seeing you respond in this moment? I'll start, and then I'll let them answer because I don't want to put them on the spot and make make them feel like I'm throwing them under the bus. Here's how the Lord has seen me go through this. He's seen me go through at times with great faith. He's seen me go through this at times where I'm believing him for everything. And then at other times in this pause moment, he has seen me get frustrated. He has seen me get kind of discouraged. He has seen hard times. He's been proving me. And, and I have to acknowledge that now. What, what, how's the Lord seen you guys go through these pause moments? Well, I, what I'm going to say, I hope doesn't sound super spiritual because that's not how it's just my personality. But I'm not really one to worry a whole lot about these type of things, the world things in control. And I don't worry about politics. I don't worry about a lot of stuff just because I feel like God's got that. And so I. I have been anxious through this. Most definitely when I go to the grocery store, I get such a heaviness in my chest. I get very anxious about being out around people. But as far as worrying about it, being stressed about it, I knew God would take care of my finances. I mean, I just, I just wasn't really worried That's um, good. about it. I just know, take it a day at a time and we'll get through it. Yeah. Yes. You know, so. A, her, her faith has always prepared her for moments like these. And uh, that she's she's uh, the rock of, of this family in many ways that way, because when when I can be up and down and. All over the place, steady and strong and always there to lift up and, and support us as we go through. What about you? Emma? I mean, I kind of feel the same way as mom. I haven't been super worried or stressed about this. Um, the Lord been able to actually take advantage of them in a lot of ways. I've been able to come home and be with my family for a while and I'm able to work from home. I still have my job and so this has kind of just been a time of, I don't know, rejuvenation for me, a time that I can just slow down and focus and spend time with my family and get into the word and yeah, it's been a good time for me. That's good. I, I saw Mark and I agree with you, Mark. He said Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's a hundred miles per hour. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday feels like it's running in place. Now I, I can I can feel that. Chrissy said she's more prepared 
for this pause after having a forced pause last year <laughs> with with little Kennedy Rose. And yeah, that's that's very sure. I'm sure I'm very sure that prepared you somewhat uh, for this um, faith and frustration. I see that, Courtney. Uh, and those that have kids at home, I know you're in a whole different a whole different ball game. Yes. Um, when you've got to look out for young ones all day and, and uh, find things for them to do, and then they get they're bored too, you know, and so they kind of can uh, be a little challenging at times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it is hard to kind of keep your patience and deal with that. Is that why you find me things to do all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Becky, I, I do agree with that. She said there's been a peace that passes understanding. That That's so very true. In my times, when, when things will, will get me off focus and off kilter, that peace of God is always what draws me back and pulls me back. And I, I'm, I'm so thankful for that, as well as my family and, and those that ground me. So uh, I, I, uh, I do agree with that. Uh, yeah, there you go, Robert. That's exactly right. Robert said if they would have had faith, he would have kept walking. That's and we're going to get there. That's exactly right. And so what we're going to see is how Jesus comes to them in this pause moment. Uh, so, OK, the storm pause their progress, but storms simply are pause moments, preparation moments and their approving moments. So let's let God. Pastor, go outside and play. I, yeah, there you go. She has uh, pretty well. I told him just to go outside. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at least the first part of that she said a few times. Can you disappear? For like a while? when it was snowing the other night. And no, I'm just joking. Uh, so anyway, uh, and so let's let God, let's let the Lord see us in this time prepared and faith in this moment. Next thing that I it's not only the storm had paused their progress, but the next thing I see is that their pause allowed them to see Jesus. I want you to think about that. It was because of their pause that they were allowed to see Jesus. It was because of the storm, because it said he came walking by, intended to pass him by, but he walked close enough to them where they could see him. They thought he was a ghost, but it allowed them to see him. Do you know forms of life and the pause moments in life will allow you to see Jesus drawing near to you if you look with eyes of faith? That's that's a powerful uh, statement if you can grab hold of that. This pause moment can allow you to get a fresh look at Jesus because he is drawing near. He is walking close enough for you to, to see him if you will look with eyes of faith. Now, if you guys have anything you want to add, just jump right in. Well, I was looking at your notes to make sure I'm not saying something you're going That's to. That's all right. I was just, he had really prepared them and already given them what they needed. That's right. So, you know, he could have, should have been able to just go on and do what he needed to do because they had what they needed. Right. But they, in the middle of the storm, lost sight of what he'd already That's right. given them. They wavered in their faith. And we're going to come back to that. So just bear with us a little bit. Jesus. So in your in the midst of this pause, look to Jesus. He he'll show up. It may he may look different than you expect him to. They they didn't recognize him at first. It wasn't until he said something to them. At first they thought he was a ghost. Well, most 
commentators will say, and I believe it's true, that they were fishermen, they were people used to being out on the water. And, and a thought process of that day was if you were going to die in the water, there would be a death angel or one that would come by to collect you. And so they thought they were dying. And so they saw a ghost. And that's what they thought. This is it uh, for us. They didn't recognize him. In this pause moment, Jesus situations in ways recognize. So take advantage of this and look for Jesus in this pause moment. The next thing that, that we see in this story is this pause moment allowed them the opportunity to call out to Jesus. Well, let me let me back up because I put these in reverse order. It also not only did it allow them to see Jesus, it allowed them to hear Jesus. Because I want you to notice and Veronica, read read the words in red in those verses there that Jesus said. Read to them, read to, to us what this year it is I do not be afraid and then come and then oh you of little faith why did you doubt think about it that's the only words we have recorded in this story other than at the very beginning it says Jesus told them to go to the other side so he told them to go to the other side and then he said to them be of good cheer it's I don't be afraid don't be fearful and then he said come in the midst of the storm come and then he said oh you of little faith why did you doubt? They're hearing his voice. The midst of their pause, they can hear his voice. Okay. And then, as I was mentioning earlier, and it allowed them, them the opportunity to call out to Jesus. Because they think he's a ghost. And then Peter says, what what Peter say to him? Do you know? Throw you on the spot there. I don't know. Were you not listening as we were reading? <laughs> Peter said, Lord, if it's you, when Jesus said, it's I, don't be afraid. Peter said, Lord, if it's really you, tell me on the water. It's harder than you think, isn't it, when you're put on the spot there. Uh, bid me to come to you on the water. So, so Peter now has the opportunity to respond. Not only does he hear Jesus in his pause, but he can now call out to him. You know, we, we all have these same opportunities. These are the lessons that we can learn. We can see Jesus in the pause. We can hear his voice in the pause and we can call out to him in our pause in the midst of this storm. Any comment? I'm pressing them the opportunity to attempt the miraculous that was in his words. Think, think about that. What, what's Chrissy saying there? Her 90s kid moment. Yeah, that's good. Said, say, and say, her 90, I'll read it. Her, her 90, you read it. I'll have to adjust my glasses. She anyway. said, in Saved by the Bell, the entire scene will freeze for a moment and a specific character will tell or something or some different perspective. What, what? Is it we need to notice or hear that the Lord is pointing out to us? That's really good. What what is it? What is it that the Lord's trying to point out to them? It was they had fear they need to deal deal with. It was He can still give them the call they need to overcome it. He can still say come, and and then it was a challenge about their faith. Why do you have such little faith? Why why did you doubt me? And I think when we get through this on the other side, that's 
for many of us is when he's with us and we're seeing the end of this, he's, he's probably going to say, why did you doubt me? Why did you allow your faith to be so small? So what is it he's saying to you right now? That's an excellent point. I have a point. Yes. A little off from what you're going for. But um, I was just thinking, I was sitting here thinking about it, how he had prepared them before they went on this trip and they thought that they had everything they needed to get across. But still, as soon as something that they didn't have planned went wrong, then they all got overwhelmed and had to call out on the Lord again. Yes. So good. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that even though Jesus himself had helped them prepare for this journey, once he wasn't with them and he was out of their sight, it became what happens. That's exactly right. That's uh, uh, that. And we'll see that in just a moment too. That's that's great. We're going to see that the Lord knows when we need Him, He'll call out to us and He'll be there for us, even even when we have backtracked. Oh, that's a great thing. But this pause with the ability to attempt the miraculous in His works, because Peter said, "Lord, if that's really You, tell me to come walk on the water to You." Now I don't know if He meant it or not at first. I can only put myself in the story, and and I could see me saying that and then the Lord says come on and I don't know about you you might have just hopped right out off the boat and headed over there but in my mind I probably would have thought oh no <laughs> what now it uh, was that uh, but determined to attempt the miraculous that were in Jesus words in the midst of his pause and in the midst of the storm because when Jesus said, come, Peter got out of the boat. He put one foot on. I don't know if he did it one foot at a time and felt of it to see if it was something solid and then put the other one out. Or if he just jumped out both feet, that, that's for you to determine on your own, I guess. But I know this, the Bible says he stepped out on Christ's word and he walked on the water. He, he walked on the water. Only recorded in history have ever walked on water. And that was Jesus and Peter, nobody else has walked on water. So Peter attempted the miraculous in his words. This pause moment also gave them the opportunity to find grace. They found his grace because they were fearful. They were operating with little to no faith, but Jesus still got in the boat with them and still took them to the other side. If that's grace, I don't know what does. Able to find his grace in the midst of this pause moment, okay? And then the last thing on that I wanna say is this, that in this pause moment, they, they understood they still could pro progress to the other side. They could still reach their destination. And can I say to you right now, and anyone that's watching me, you can still make it to where God has called you to go. No matter what you're facing, no matter what this has brought to you, what he had put in your heart to do is still, sorry, is still there to do. Uh, he will go with you and he's going to take you to the other side. Okay. Now, any thoughts there before we move to the next and this last portion as we, we look at this together? And I hope somebody's getting something out of this and helping you in your pause moments. Um, we make our plans. I see that, Kathy, but sometimes God sends us to a place of struggle to put us on track. Very true. That's and God is able. Okay. The, here he I want to go back to this concept of he would have passed them by. And the reason he would have passed them by 
was because he had already given them his sure. He had already told them, go to the other side. And do you know when Jesus has already given his word, that settles it. There was never a moment during that storm, during that pause, that they were not going to make it to the other side. Because Jesus was going to ensure that they did. Because his word was not going to return void. And so that for you and for me, who are followers of the Lord, if we will keep our focus on him, his word will never let us down. It is a sure word. So he was going to pass by. He, he would have been preparing to meet them at the other side. I mean, he would have been over there waiting on them, helping them off the boat. He was going to pass by them and whatever needed to be prepared for them on the other side. He was going to be over there taking care of it because they had everything they need to get there. He would have, would have walked by them. But in their lack of faith, they begin to call out to him. And when we call out to the Lord, and without and struggling with our faith and not sure what's happening in our life, he always will notice and he always will come to our rescue. Amen. So he would have passed them by, but here's what that tells me. He passed close by to them. This story is full of the idea that Jesus was watching them the entire time. It says it's either in Mark or it's in John that it says he was up on the mountain praying and he saw out on the water struggling. He looked out and he's from the bank. Uh, and then it says he walked by and he would have passed them by, but he walked close enough to them where he could see them. He was watching them. They were never out of his sight. He, was, he passed close by them. Do you know right now, He's drawing close by us. And through this pause that we're all facing right now, he's never taken his eyes off of us. He's watching us. He's coming right beside us. Hebrews 7.25 tells us he, he saves us to the uttermost. And then it tells us also that he ever lives to make intercession for us. He's constantly thinking of us, praying for us, and his eyes are always on us. He's always watching us. And, and so I, I just want you to hear that and understand that. And when their faith failed, Jesus showed up. When their faith was struggling, he shows up. Here's what we're going to hear real quickly here. They took their eyes off of his word in the midst of their storm. And for them, the pause grew dangerous. What was the word he told them? When he told them to get in the boat, what did he tell them to do? See a picture? No, to go to the other side. When he first sent them in the boat, when he first told them, get in the boat, he said, you go to the other side. You go to the other side. <laughs> I'm trying to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> and so in, in verse 22, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. So he told them, get in the boat, no, go to the other side. it doesn't say that. No, it doesn't say that, but he sent them. In, in Mark, it tells us he sent them. Technicality. He, he told them, he gave them the word, go to the other side. Okay. He didn't say, now you won't encounter anything. He said, go to the other side. So they had the word. When they got in the middle 
of the sea. They got them. They were struggling, but they still had his word. But when they took their, their minds off of his word and put their minds on their circumstances, the pause became dangerous. That's And that happens to us all the time. When we take our thoughts off of God's word, you know, God's given us the word. He's given us, uh, he's given us promises. He's told us that he's going to bless us. He's told us that he, he's going to bring good things into our lives, that he's going to be there with us. He'll never leave us, nor forsake us. But when we let our mind, fear comes in, doubt comes in, and the pause moments become dangerous. A lot of people are finding that right now. The second thing is, when Peter got out of the boat to walk on the water, he took, when he took his off of Jesus, the storm grew dangerous. He was walking on the water and the storm wasn't bothering him until he took his eyes off of Jesus and he looked at the waves and he looked and he felt the wind and he thought this is impossible. When he took his eyes off of Jesus, when we take our eye, when we take our mind off of his word and we take our eyes and our focus off of the Lord in these moments, these pause moments can become dangerous. Because, and not, and not oh. even just in pause moments, but just in everyday life. The Lord calls us to do something. We have our eyes on him. We say, okay, I can do this. But the minute we start looking to ourselves and take our eyes off of him, then all that doubt comes in and all the worry comes in. And, yes. You know, and so it's important to keep focused. Yes. It's hard, but to keep focused on him because if he called us to do it, or called us to walk us through it. He'll see us through. He's not going to leave us. On him. Yes. He's not going to leave us. He's coming nearby us. He's watching over us. He's given us his word and he stands ready to help us when we're struggling. Okay. And, and then the last thing I'm going to say is there was always Emily, Emily struggles with this, uh, uh, phrase phrasing of this, but there was always an other other side side to their pause. Yes, you could. But for them, there was always an other side because he had said, I want you to go to the other side. And for us here that are right living through this pause moment, there is an other side of this. Well, we're going to get through this and whatever that looks like. Now, maybe, maybe we don't know. Maybe the other side of this is the Lord's calling us home to be with him. I, I'm, I'm not saying one way or the other. All I'm is there is something that God has planned for us, and there always was for them to. I see, yeah, Becky, that's exactly right. We press towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We keep pressing, we keep moving, we keep going forward. And so, we what can we learn? What are the lessons in a pause? We learn these are preparation moments, they're proving moments. We learn in these moments we can see Jesus. We can hear him. We can call out to him. We can attempt the miraculous that's in his words. Walk on top of this storm. We can find his grace in this moment. And we can progress to the other side. And we can learn he's close to us right now. And if we keep our eyes on him and our minds on his word, we'll reach the other side. Amen. Amen. I believe that. And I think he is going to see us through to the other side.
lessons. Maybe when the last one of us learns this lesson, we're going, he's going to get in the boat. We're immediately going to be the other side of this. So whoever's the last one that needs to learn this, come on, get on it and learn it so we can get to the other side of this. I, all I know is this. He's not going to leave us. He's with us. Amen. Amen. Shelly said, slow down and look up. That's very important right now. Slow down. Look to him. I hope you've got something out of this tonight. I hope you enjoyed it being different than a normal Wednesday night. I, I told them, I said, I don't want to just sit up there by myself and share another lesson. I'll let you guys jump on here and help me. And I'm glad they did. Aren't you glad they joined in and helped? I'm sure you are. Let's pray.